Hello and welcome back to Ryan Spurs Show and today we'll be doing another podcast regarding the new signing Brian Gill, the young superstar, uh, the young Messi they call him, and Dan Jones alongside uh, Chris Sadler, please say hello. Hello there, hi there. And I'm going to give uh, him a few questions to answer and uh, obviously thanks for joining me today. And the first question is what do you make of this uh, second piece of business by Levy and his transfer staff this summer? Sounds positive. Where, tell me where this guy actually plays. What positions left can he wing, play? Left, left wing. wing. Can he not play in other positions too? Or? Not particularly. He's going to try and learn that, obviously, isn't he? Right, OK. Well, look, he comes he comes pretty highly rated from abroad, but then so have quite a few other players that I can think of in the last 15, 20 years. So I will reserve judgment until I see the guy. Um, I, I believe we need players that are going to come in to our team and make a difference, hit the ground running from a very early point of the season. Not someone that might need six months or a season to get used to the Premier League. I'm not saying this this guy will. Maybe he won't. He's got three Spanish caps so far. Yeah, I mean, that, that's all That's all well and good. But... Can he perform with Spurs? The, we've seen all this before, not just with Spurs, with other players as well. If you're 20 years of age, you're coming into football... In the English Premier League, it's very different to what you've had before. doesn't mean to say the guy can't be a, a major player for us and a star. He comes highly rated, but just a word of caution that we, we need players to improve us now, not in 12 months' time. Do you think he's a big prospect for our future or will he end up in another direction? No, I could have said he's a big prospect by all accounts. Everything I've read about him, and I've not... I've not I've not looked at anything to do YouTube or anything, so I've not seen any footage of him playing at all. I'm only going on the stuff I've read. And a lot of people say, yes, he's he's definitely got lots of potential and he's a talent. But we've seen many, many players over the years that have been full of potential and a talent who never quite made it at Spurs or other clubs. And the other word of caution, and I don't claim to be an expert, of the foreign leagues, but I've never even heard of the bloke until we were linked with him. Doesn't mean to say that because I've not heard of him, he's not any good. But it, it's not as if the whole of uh, the football Premier League were, were all dying to get his signature by the sound of it. But again, that doesn't mean anything. It's really what he does, what we see him do. Can he deliver for us week in, week out? If he's going to be a starter, if he's only going to be a bit part player for the upcoming season. Then again, you question, well, what what are we trying to do here? We we need players that can make a difference for us next season, not in two or three years' time. But again, that, that's just me being negative. So let's be positive and let's say, hopefully, this is going to be a good signing for us. As we now look, as we now look ahead for the, the new calendar year, new season, will you make an impact for us straight away or not? Well, I think I've just already answered all that stuff. Yeah, really. but would you say would he like uh, straight in? I'd like to think that he can come straight in. It's, it's unrealistic to think he's going to come straight in from day one and make a big impact because very few players at the age of 20 coming from outside of the UK can, can do that at a club. I can think of a handful that have done that. So that's unrealistic. But if we're still talking about him at Christmas as someone that just needs more time to adjust and we need to give him another year, I think, well, no, hang on a minute. We're not in that space as a club to be bringing in people that might be okay in 18 months' time. We need people that can come in and make a difference and improve our team now, not not next season or the year after that. And uh, away from this signing, 
uh, does all this money we seem to be waiting to spend and uh, spending right now, uh, does that uh, will mean that there will be a big sale coming up within the next coming weeks? Uh, the cynic in me says yes, but there's also the other point, really, in that I would say, well, what money? What We haven't actually spent a great deal of money yet, have we? If you look at the players that we've signed, we haven't spent a fortune so far. And clearly there's other players. That we have. Forget Kane for one minute. There's other players that we are expecting to be selling and moving on in the next two or three weeks. So I'm reserving judgment on all of that kind of stuff, really, until the end of the transfer window. That's when I'll look at it and say, right, OK, so how much have we actually spent compared to how much have we sold? I'm not saying the club should go out and spend £100 million net spend, because I don't believe that money is there to spend anyway. But let's just see where we are once the transfer window is shut and how much money we've really spent. As, as, at the moment, there's lots of these rumoured deals and lots of players that were supposed to be close to signing. You know, if you believe all the stuff you read, I mean, God knows, we've been signing 150 players. But the ones that were supposed to be close to signing, I'm sort of reading various things that that we're not prepared to pay the extra £5 million that we're being asked to pay to, to secure the transfer. And I take all those things with a pinch of salt, other than I have seen it for many, many years that every transfer window at this time of the year, we seem to be after a certain player and we we just refuse to then pay the money, it seems, and end up not signing the player, even though we seem to get 80% of the way there to, to clinch in the deal and then all of a sudden it doesn't happen. So I am only going to get excited or believe any transfer that is actually announced by the club that's done and dusted. Anything, anything other than that, I'm just saying, OK, sounds like an interesting proposition, but until the deal's done, it's just, that's what it is. We're just in negotiations with someone. Until we get it over the line, let's not get too carried away for good or for bad about what's happening at the moment. And today, a Toby of Ireland has confirmed his departure from yep. Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. Thirteen million pounds, I believe, euros. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on that? We did talk about this last video. Um, like, what... Well, I'm reading now that there's a there was a clause, and I do seem to remember there was something like this when we signed him. That was some sort of clause that we had a, a we had to pay money to his previous club or a percentage. So I don't think that thirteen million is what we get back. We get back a smaller amount of money. The general scheme of things, that's not a huge transfer fee, is it? But it's a decent, I suppose you can say it's a decent fee for him at his age. But you look at him as old, as, uh, in his prime at Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, blimey, uh, yeah. His, yeah. His prime... His, his value would have been right His up. prime was three or four years ago. But his value would have been right up um, if we sold yes, him back then. Yes, and the other concern I've got is that even though he's clearly no longer in his prime, I would still put him down as the best central defender we had at the club. And... If it was purely down to football, I would say, well, he's probably worth keeping for another season because at least he's he's pretty reliable. So we've now let him go, our best central defender. And in my book, we now need to be signing at least two, probably three central defenders. Because I, I just don't, I don't rate the other central defenders we've got at the club. So we've, we've let the best one go. It might be a good deal financially for the club. It might be a good deal financially for him. I'm probably sure it is. But it, is it a good deal for the football part of the club? Again, 
Ask me when the transfer window shuts. I've, I've been reading several reports where in advance talked with several defenders. Yeah, in. yeah, no, no, so have I. But, but all this advance talks is all well and good, but until the deal is done and we have agreed to pay the money to the player, the agent, the club, then it's just, it, it, you know, it's just all chatter. It, that's, you know, it doesn't amount to a great deal until the deal is done. And we clearly need to be signing, like I said, in my opinion, we need to be signing two top quality uh, centre-backs in this window as a bare minimum. And that is not going to come cheap. The players that we've been linked with are, I don't claim to know that much about them other than they come as highly rated. And all I'm reading at the moment, and again, it's all just pure rumours, is that we've been quoted a price and we're not prepared to pay that price. We're, we've gone in with offers below the price we've been quoted. And we've all seen how that's worked out before, over many years under Daniel Levy, that we play these games, we won't actually stump up the money we've been asked to pay. And then surprise, surprise, we don't end up signing that target. And then we end up announcing a, a signing from you know, someone else that was not on that original list that we were after. That's the fear that we're going to end up going down the same road again this summer. But let's just wait and see what happens. Let's be positive about yep. the remainder of this transfer well, window. Well, no, to, uh, to finish about Alderweireld, yeah. he's been a very good player for Tottenham. We definitely saw the best of him back in sort of 2016, 17 time, when along with uh, Jan Vertonghen, probably the best pairing in the Premier League, I would say. And it's an absolute travesty that they didn't win something with Spurs. We're going to... We could spend a hell of a lot of money, but the chances of us seeing a partnership as good as they was is very small in the next 10 years, I think. We're going to, we, you, you could spend £60 million on two quality centre-backs, but will they ever be quite to that level of Alderweireld and Batongan? I doubt it very much indeed. So that that's a big, big couple of shoes to fill. Listen at the position... Like B two defenders were in in twenty sixteen seventeen or something like that mm-hmm. when we was at second in the lead such yep. a position why didn't anyone even just splash out then and just do because yeah, I think he he just he looked at what was happening and he thought well that's that's good enough we've got a great first team squad here most of them are reasonably young we've got a great manager in Pochettino who seems to get the best out of these people there is no need to go and do that I think they did buy Davidson Sanchez in the belief that possibly Alderweireld was possibly going to be sold. From what I've read, that, that Sanchez was supposedly his replacement. Well, he started off quite promisingly at Tottenham, but after his first season, he, he seems to have just gone backwards. And I don't, I don't know of any Spurs fan now that would confidently be happy to see him as a regular starter in, in the team. I mean, what's happened to him? He's like gone from... He seems to have lost bit... his confidence, his composure... He just looks like a bit of a headless chicken now. Um, I suppose he's still an age where he could, he could turn that around. He's still got long left in his career, you know. He's what is he twenty four, twenty five? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm not stupid. I, I, there's no way we're going to get rid of all the centre backs that we've got in our squad, and replace them all in the space of one transfer window. That's just not possible. So, one of Sanchez or Dyer will, I'm sure, still be at the club when we start the season. Um, personally, that neither of them should be a starter. They should be a backup at, at best if we're going to be a serious team again. 
but I've got you know the cynic in me is worried that that won't happen. That we could start the season with Dio and Sanchez as our partnership because we've, we've we're still haggling or negotiating for other transfer deals. That's the worry. Um, is that all you want to say today? Nothing else. If you've got no other questions, that's all the questions I've got to ask. I say thank you for coming on today. Hopefully, I can come back again the next podcast and announce a, a new signing. Well, let's 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 wait for the proper signings. Yeah, once we start seeing some proper action, then you can really start to judge what is happening and how ambitious the club is and how much money there actually is available. But thank you for uh, coming on today, uh, Chris Sadler. Okay. And uh, I'll see you on my next one if you do come on again. But thank you for listening, guys, and I'll see you. Well, that's it, if you my... invite me on again. I invite yeah. you on oh, definitely. Right. Right. Uh, see you on the next podcast, and I'll see you soon. Bye.